Hello, hello, hello. Hola. Are we still on the Spanish wavelength right now? Hola. We are bilingual today. Only for one word, though. <laughs> we are bilingual by one word. Yeah. Not to brag or anything. Subtle flex, but okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the Midnight Memo. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. Wow, wow, wow. Yep. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, oh, whenever you you're listening to this in podcast. The right order today. I'm so proud I of you. I did. Thank you so much. Look it at took that a growth. lot of effort. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're so excited to have you here. My name is Claire. And I'm Kristen. And I have illness. So, <laughs> <laughs> apologies in advance for my voice during this podcast, but we will try our best. I think you're fine, but yeah, better to have that warning in the middle. In the middle? In the beginning. I'm fine. And now you're out of order. <laughs> now I am out of order. <laughs> we switched. I'm, I'm fine. I promise. I'm just... Everything is fine. I'm just delusional a little bit. I blame catching up on sleep from this weekend you know true yeah you were camping so i was out camping but it was like it's weird because it was so restful still restful Mm -hmm. kind of like i didn't do much i was just out in the wilderness vibing with my partner and our friends just hanging out so it's not like i did anything like very labor intensive yeah except for at the very beginning when we have to pack and prep for camping and at the very end when we had to clean up all our camp stuff so yesterday we drove oh gosh i was driving for like four hours back wow so, so fun it was yeah i love that and then when we got home immediately showered because we stank of just camp <laughs> and yeah. then quickly tried to clean up our gear and then we were just tuckered out and tired i think we were in bed by like 10 last night nice so i have no excuse really to for why i'm so tired but today i was very tired and i was a little all over the place as you can tell from my overall (laughs) demeanor today (laughs) tea tea how was your weekend dude it was good it was uh i mean this past week was busy because uh, the dance studio that we go to, mm-hmm. uh, it was closing, so it was having their last week of... Yeah, I know. Ah! Devastation. It really um, is so sad, and so sudden. It hurts me yeah, deeply. It was really sad, and uh, it was very short notice. So mm-hmm. everyone was kind of still in shock and just trying to get everything together yeah. in a sense of wrapping things up. Yeah. It was definitely sad because I think I built a pretty good community there. And so now with the studio closing, there's kind of like an in-between stage of, okay, well, wherever, where is everyone going to go next? Yeah, you know? totally. Uh, yeah. But so, yeah, this past week was kind of busy with a bunch of dance events. And then, yeah, this weekend was pretty chill. I didn't really have much to do. I was just catching up on some things uh, work-wise and just hanging out. And then working this weekend? Just a little bit because we had... That's terrible. We had this huge bug come up. uh, Technical talk. We have this huge bug come up on (laughs) Friday afternoon. And... The most convenient time for it to happen, too. Oh, I was so upset. I think I logged off at like 8 p.m. on Friday. And then my bug was still not resolved so i had to go uh, me and then another coworker were talking on saturday we fixed the bug and then 
we had to wait for it to be deployed into a different environment to test it on Sunday before the demo was this morning, which is Monday. Um, So it was like, okay, that's why you worked this weekend. I was like, literally, that's that would have been a Monday me problem. But I guess if you had a demo today, that yeah, and it was because yeah, my uh, the rest of my team is on the East Coast right now uh, because they're on site, and so. The meeting was at 8.30 a.m. our time, Pacific yeah. Standard Time. So I'm like, I don't really have a lot of leeway in the morning to, like, finish things up. Otherwise, right. I totally would have done that. So, yeah. But it was chill. <laughs> Other than that. Other than that, it was chill. So I slept a lot. Good. Good, good, good. <laughs> I'm happy you got yeah. sleep. I was yes. just telling Claire, I had dreams this weekend, guys. I know. I dreamed two days in the row. I think. I think I had dreams. <laughs> I vaguely remember big. having dreams. And they were yeah. two nights in a row. The wilderness, yes. man. Bring something out of me. I don't know. They do. It, it brought You're something. becoming one with the <laughs> environment around you. Nature's pretty neat. Nature. <laughs> I have, uh, I guess, I don't know if it'd be a good segue, but hmm. there was this uh, thing that I was thinking about this past week was how other people view me in the different relationships I have. Ooh, okay. So I guess I don't know really where did this start? Why was I thinking about this? Let me play it back. What was I doing this past week? <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. So there was some drama happening in uh like some social groups dance obviously the studio's closing and all this stuff and it kind of made me realize that there are I've made a lot of connections there and so I'm really like I guess a little worried that I'm going to lose those connections um without that studio kind of connecting us Mm -hmm. but it also like realistically I've grown up in the dance community and similar to you like you grew up in the cheer community and when things get really really intense and there are a lot of talented people a supportive group can kind of turn into a toxic group you know okay where you're kind of competing against one another on a team rather than working together on a team Mm -hmm. and I'm not uh I'm not saying this is my team at all But there are like, I don't know, I guess kind of because I was away from the dance community for so long, all through college, um, through like the last few years as I've been bopping around for jobs and stuff like that. um, Reentering into the world, I'm slowly getting reintroduced to a lot of the competitive dance culture, which also kind of worries me Mm -hmm. and which is why I really appreciated the studio because it was a lot of people who are just like normal people had real jobs danced as a hobby right but i wouldn't say that they made dance their entire life okay you know Mm -hmm. um and so i'm starting to kind of like uh see that there are uh drama you know kind of starts again when you become kind of competitive with the people around you and luckily like that studio i have not um seen that okay but like by proxy 
once you start getting into a community, you start being exposed to the drama that goes on within those communities. So, like, for example, the L.A. dance community has probably the most talented people ever. And a lot of people, if you make the right connections, are amazing. But there are people who are cutthroat. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's like me kind of like navigating my confidence through that community Mm -hmm. here in Seattle and like finding where I stand and finding uh, like my confidence I feel like I had a point and we went whoop we (laughs) hopped right over the point Uh, what was I saying so you're talking about I don't know if this is going to help you find grasp of where this train of thought was going but you're talking about how it gets really competitive it gets kind of toxic the dance community just being in that competitive environment but you're the current dance studio or the dance studio you were just going to didn't have that environment didn't breathe that type of toxicity so were these realizations more of a retroactive hindsight 2020 situation of like you're in the dance community you're embedded back into the dance world and you're just thinking like oh wow this is such a great experience this is nothing like before when this toxic situation happened to me or whatever whatever so was it more of a like reflective realization or triggered through proxy of other things like not your dance dance i think it was triggered through something else oh my god claire come on Um, yeah, so this new dance community, I've, I really, really value because all of the people I've met through it are so supportive and there hasn't been any negative competition. And if anything, like all the people you meet, they're there to like lift you up and make you better. And I think that it's just a really unique experience. And so, yeah, it is a bummer that that is going away now. But I don't, I was trying to tie it into something and it just did not work. But yeah, I guess it was kind of like made me reflect on previous, yeah, bad environments, dance environments that I had been in Mm -hmm. as a kid and uh, reflecting back on it now when I was younger, I was like in that uh, really competitive world not necessarily competition dancing, but I was part of a program at my studio. We were like signed with the Royal Academy of Dance mm-hmm. where we had to do examinations every single year. And there are a lot of, it breeds a lot of mean girls, uh, oh, surprisingly. Sure. Yeah. And a lot of interesting dynamics there. I, don't, I think like, I feel like you could probably relate. Oh, 100%. There was definitely a... Uh, yeah being in the cheer community i think in general sometimes you know you have those supportive groups and then there's other times where it's a mask of positivity especially being a cheerleading where you're supposed to be preppy go 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 but then it gets very toxic in the back of 
having the competitions and then there's like these different categories right it's like oh are you a sideline cheerleader oh no are you a competition team and then within that it's like oh you're just high school competition you're not all-star competition which is has a type of elitism to it of um you know out of school out of org separate organizations and their oogles expensive and there's that competitiveness to try to get into these exclusive clubs and that sort of a thing and yeah i definitely i tried as much as possible growing up trying like just to not be involved and touch that but you definitely get pulled into it vicariously just like existing in that world sometimes yeah yeah it's really crazy how how those uh niche groups can go from like a family you know quote-unquote family to like a quote-unquote cult it really (laughs) It really is. It's there's such a fine line. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And I think it's like, yeah, like what you said before, there is a an aspect of elitism when you get into those groups, uh, teams, things like that. And from a young age, it is crazy because that can start from such a young age. Like Mm -hmm. nowadays, dance teams, cheerleading teams any really sports teams that you're starting from a really really young age i think that it can kind of morph it's a dangerous game because like if you're good like then you should be rewarded for being good but it also kind of gives you it can give you an an inflated ego of sorts and i remember when at my studio growing up there was the owner of the studio had children that also attended classes Mm -hmm. you know as they should but every class like they would move up the ranks far faster than uh anyone else would you know like they had those those privileges and so did their friends like if their friends Mm -hmm. wanted to move up the ranks too they could and it was so annoying and they would kind of like ruin the classes for the rest of us who were actually trying to work on our skill and were actually at that level. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that her kids were not talented. They were. They're still very they were talented. Just, like misclassed. Like they were in love. Yeah, it's they like there yet. Yeah, and I was. I think I'm maybe three years older than her. So technically, mm-hmm. at that age too, I would be like two to three levels above her. Um, mm-hmm just training wise uh especially for ballet and she would just be like oh yeah like i'll just jump into this class and her, so all her and her friends would like monopolize the class and by just like really messing up and fucking right, around and not, i'm like we're they're not trained at that level just yet but they're trying yeah. to perform at that level and it it pulls back and it holds back everyone else in the class who actually is at that level yeah but anyway i like i think what i was trying to my whole arc from so long <laughs> long story arc. longer yeah oh my villain arc uh, oh my guy oh shit <laughs> that was a good transition um Yikes. yes i those growing up in those environments you know competitive environments and stuff like that i think it's a perfect breeding ground to have those quote-unquote villains uh, like your origin story, you know, mm. um, Interesting. for a lot of like stereotypical origin stories of the villains. Right. So yeah. if you look at TV 
representations, movie yeah. representations of the mean girls yeah, the or whatever. Tropes, yeah. The villain tropes. Um, I feel like they all have to, I'm, and I'm focusing mostly on like the mean girls, yeah. like not, you know, the boy jocks or whatever. Um, but the mean girls, they always have like a weird elitist upbringing yeah. or something. Um, something like that. And I think that was like when we were growing up, that was a classic mm. villain story, right? Where it was like, oh, yeah. oh, this girl, she's the mean girl of whatever. She's, but she's really just misunderstood. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward to 2022 now, the villain story, the villain origin story, as viewed from an adult perspective, mm-hmm. is so different. What like, is your adult villain? What would you say the villain story is as an adult in the adult as an ad- complex? As an adult, I think it's quite more complicated. I don't, it's like complicated and simple at the same time. The mm-hmm. villain origin story now, I think, is living for you, living to please yeah. yourself rather than living to please others, mm-hmm. which is kind of like. It's like a, a weird dynamic of like, oh, that seems so simple. But like for a lot of reasons, I think it's like you have to go through so much healing, so much like self-discovery to get to that point to be like, all right, I'm the villain, you know? Mm-hmm. I have so many thoughts right now and I'm trying to like categorize them to be coherent thoughts. <laughs> I mean, you just heard me blabble. <laughs> Is I that think... even a word, blabble? Blab? <sighs> I think it's just blab. I think you meant to say babble and blab, and you said blabble. Coined in the Claire Norman Dictionary. <laughs> Damn. Put that into your clarisms. Yes. Blabble. Yeah, but you just heard me like ramble on for like 15 minutes, having <laughs> literally no point. So you can cut there, like half of that out. Cut half of it out. <laughs> I think you reached an interesting point of view of how the villain, quote, quote, the villain arc, they're being in your villain era that we view it now as adults. And I think that's the one that's trending on TikTok is like you said, is not being a people pleaser anymore. But what that means by not being a people pleaser, you're only a villain to the people who took advantage of you being a people pleaser Mm -hmm. you know and i think that reads into the fact that you know you're never going to be the good guy in everyone's story you're always like that point of or not that point of view that age old saying of like you can't be a hero in everyone's story like somewhere along the line you're gonna hurt someone you're gonna be a villain to someone you can't please everyone and that's the whole point of quote quote villain eras now is you finally that's like you said that self-realization of finally being like i can't please everyone i'm not going to be the hero in everyone's story so all right i'm the villain whereas when we were teenagers that elia's point of view that you were talking about it's when we're looking outside and we're seeing okay who's the villain to me specifically i think that's what i was going for yeah i follow i follow I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I followed what I just said, to be honest. Yeah, the modern day villain is just being you. 
Yeah. It's like, it's uh, the realization of a person's picture of you in their lives is different for everyone. Like, mm-hmm. I see myself in a certain light. My mom sees me in a certain light. You see me in a certain light. Mm-hmm. Bud sees me in a certain light. But they're never, it's never going to be the same person, which is really, if we can talk about that for a moment, uh, yeah. a mind fuck. Mind fuck, <laughs> yeah. Hold up. Calibrating. Yeah. Damn. Like, I, I'd like to think that I'm a pretty consistent person across the board. Like, I don't mm-hmm. change my personality around different people. Right. Like, I'm just like, I feel like I'm pretty consistent personality wise. Like, mm-hmm. I will talk to you the same way I talk to my mom, the same way I talk to <laughs> Bud. You know, like, yeah. I don't try to pretend to be different people mm-hmm. to, like, fit a different image uh, for each social group. But, like, even though I still feel like I'm consistent, they're like everyone views me differently yeah uh yeah and you have a different role in everyone's life yeah you definitely do at first when you were saying you're consistent across the board i was gonna go somewhere else of being like yeah it's how you present taking your consistencies aside like how you how someone views you is about how you present yourself to them and then how they interpret that so they like each individual person gets a different facet of your life and who you are but each person's facet is different and then eventually they all add up to you but no one has all facets of you yeah which is kind of wild it is crazy like no matter how much you think that you're the same across the board there's no i don't know do you think there's a way for someone to know every like truly know you know you then that's depressing i don't know (laughs) wow that's Um, depressing well there's I mean, there's a study that's like, oh, it really takes like three years for you to know a person. But yeah, no one's going to know you as well as you know yourself. I guess that also just kind of feeds into the fact that like you have to live for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, which kind of like trails back to the villain, the villain origin story. But would you consider yourself like a people pleaser? A hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm such a people pleaser. I, I want to think I get be- I've gotten better with age, uh, like recently in the last couple Ooh. years. But old old age. But I don't know, dude. I think I've gotten slightly better, but like not by much. I still have heavy people pleaser energy. Got you. I got you. So would you consider yourself having entered your villain era, or is that still like in your future? Ah. Uh, I mean, in this context, then, it would be in my future. Because I'm definitely not at the point where I can dismantle my people-pleasing tendencies. I wish, but I don't think so. But I mm, it's hard. And I don't know if it's because people-pleasing is, like, so deeply ingrained in me. I don't know if this is absolutely true. But I feel like I also, like, I want to say yes to everything, which is part part of people-pleasing, right? Like, I want to make time and space for everyone who asks or needs part of my time. I really do, and I really try. And most of the time, I genuinely don't have any problem with that. You know, like, people ask me for this, or they, you know, they need help with this, or they want my time here to spend time with me, or because they need something. Like, nine out of ten times, I'm not opposed to giving that time anyways. I think just innately, especially if it, especially if it requires nothing more of me like it doesn't require more thoughts efforts whatever of me then i'm like yeah Mm. sure why would i not do that especially if it helps the other person maybe i'm just exposing myself as like 
deeply like troubled people pleaser right now but <laughs> i don't like nine out of ten times i don't have any issues with it so i'm like yeah sure why not but that tenth time when like i just really don't want to do it then i will i've noticed more lately then i will try to somehow negotiate my way around it either tell the person no or try to find some formal workaround of nicely saying no uh -huh. but that's uncomfortable to me but I will try to do it. So yes and no, I'm still a people pleaser, but that's how I think I've gotten better in the sense of like, for that 10th time when I just, for whatever reason, I'm not in the mood, I can't handle it. Like I try to set the boundary and be like, I can't for X, Y, and Z reason. I might still make an excuse. Sure. So I'm not like a fully reformed people pleaser, but. She's not a fully recovered <laughs> people pleaser. We're still, we're still in the recovery process, but like. She's a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> You know, it's hard, okay. For sure. Are you? You're not a people pleaser, though. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I ma am not. And I'd like to say that I recently went through a villain origin story, but the truth is, really? I think it was long, long ago. <laughs> in a land far, um, far away. In a land far, far away, there was a young girl who just said, I don't give a shit. No, just kidding. <laughs> that definitely came with the being four years old and walking straight the fuck off of the soccer field. Like, that's where the origin... Yeah. In my mind, that's where the origin story began. Was baby Claire getting hit on the soccer field at a game <laughs> saying absolutely not and walking straight off of the field just down the road and away from everyone. Walking her yeah. happy little she ass was home. A she was an adventurer. <laughs> um... That, yeah that's it for me yeah i can think of a time before that Ooh. where um it was right after i was uh, brought back to the us of a and um i still was like not warmed up to my mom at all mm -hmm. uh oh quick quick side note if you didn't know i'm adopted <laughs> okay uh <laughs> footnote here <laughs> <laughs> yeah footnote okay jumping back into the story um so before i was completely acclimated i like didn't want ha i didn't want anything to do with my mom or right. like whatever and so in order to like kind of coax me out she would like hold out these cookies and i would just like walk up take the cookie and then turn around and walk right away <laughs> i was like thanks for the cookie bye like sounds about right yeah so from a young age, I was just like, it's for me. Yeah. I'm the main character. I am the main character. <laughs> Definitely giving main oh, character man. energy here. No, now I feel like I'd be like the funny sidekick. But for the comic, comic relief, you comic know? Relief. But I think there was an incident recently that happened to me that kind of... Can you have like two villain origin stories? Is that a possibility? I don't think you can have two origin stories. I think you can have like two villain what do you call it like when it's like the starting point and then it just starts with a c Cat catalyst Cat words catalyst yes maybe that feels correct i'm gonna have to google search yes. words later <laughs> we'll go with that yeah um, let's go with that yeah where i i guess like well it's like when you renew your vows i renewed my origin story <laughs> I renewed my villain era yeah, I was like, I resubscribed today. Um, a recent incident where I was like, 
Uh, yes. I kind of like re-reminded myself that she a bad bitch. I have to... Yeah, no. <laughs> I have to... <laughs> I Something happened. I was completely caught by surprise and my confidence really plummeted because of it. And I went into kind of this hole of like, oh, I need to self-reflect. I need to change. Like, what did I do wrong here? Like, and it's always, I'm not saying self-reflection is bad. I I think in this case, I was over self-reflecting where it was like really not, I wasn't reflecting to find a solution. I was just reflecting to like bash on myself. And that was not good. Like instead I... And then I had to like quickly like reroute my mind and my thinking to be like, okay, if you you're spending a lot of time on this situation where the person who was involved probably does not give a crap anyway. So why are you spending so much energy, so much time thinking about how you affected the relationship, what the energy you're putting into it, if they really don't care, mm-hmm. you know? So why not instead reroute that energy into healing yourself and building that confidence back up yeah and so i think that was kind of like a a reboot you know and i was like oh i need Uh, to find my villain era again like yeah yeah that gives me to put it in like a actual like in a movie context of like a villain era it gives me like when for like questionable quote quote villains like how I'm all this coming to my head I'm I'm getting super hyped for the new uh Doctor Strange movie so me and my partner are like in this Marvel theme right now so the only instance coming up to me is like how Loki is like a questionable quote quote villain right like he's not he's more of an anti-hero than a villain but like what you're talking about now gives me moments of like when a villain is questionably turned to be good like they're leaning towards the quote quote good side maybe more of an anti-hero moment and then something terrible happens to them and they're like nah fuck this this is actually why i'm a you know like you said renews their vows like revives the villain era of like this is why i have my whatever their mission or whatever their vendetta is to be like quote quote evil and mean like and realigns them to that i feel like this situation you're describing was that moment for you where it realigned you were you were brought down by the people pleasing tendencies and you're like maybe i should care you know care about what people think maybe i should revive this relationship whatever it is and then after some self-reflection you're like nah fuck them bitches (laughs) i'm a bad bitch (laughs) exactly yeah have you had any examples well, can I if I haven't really gone into my villain era? I don't know. I don't want to sound like... I don't want to say golden child because I'm not either. But like a... Whatever is like not a villain. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a hero. I'm not given no main character energy here. But I don't think... I don't think I'm a villain. You're, I think you're I'm just, extra number three. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm a questionable extra. If anything. I'm just... I'm vibing. I'm just bopping around, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a... mm, I mean, your situation reminded me of a situation I had where 
within my friend group, there was someone revived drama and there was kind of this idea going around that, yes, I was the quote quote villain and I did, that I kind of betrayed this person and I was like, pump the fucking brakes. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. I did no such thing. Yeah. And so I was very defensive of myself. I even confronted the person directly and I was like, okay, so what the fuck's happening? Like, why are you not really bad mouthing me because they weren't saying anything directly, but like, why are you going up dredging things and telling lies? And we had to hash it out. Turns out it was kind of a huge misunderstanding of just like how they interpreted certain things. And I was like, you were actually the villain here. And they're like, wait, but I thought you were. And I was like, no, I wasn't. And she was like, no, I'm not. And it was a very complicated situation, but it goes to show like how just different interpretations like I was painting this person to be the villain in my in my story because of this mm -hmm. one instance and they totally interpreted it a different way where they're like no what I did was correct and how you quote quote being me reacted to that was the villain and I was like how I reacted was justified based off of what you did a lot of back and forth and I think that was me not it's not quite a villain era because I didn't it didn't change really anything if any it was maybe like a mini villain era because i like confronted this person very directly <laughs> and i stood up for myself because i was like what are you doing we are not doing this like absolutely not yeah and i kind of came into it with this energy of like we're either gonna be friends and we're gonna be we're gonna work this out and we're gonna be cool and we're gonna get over it or we need to cut cut it off and like go our separate ways because i'm not dealing with this like weird energy that's being put into the world right now i'm not for it and Luckily, we were able to work it out and see that it was just a big, fat, dumb misunderstanding and we were able to put it behind us. But that was definitely brink of maybe a villain era, kind of. It was I at least a moment. A baby, a baby. What's, what's, a, what's less than an era? A moment? A moment? A villain moment? Yeah. Moment feels like very downgraded after being followed what's by the word era. I'm gonna look it up. Dynasty? What? How what? long is a dynasty? How long is an era? <laughs> is... <laughs> really... I'm, I'm only typing with one hand, so this is gonna take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> is it your right or left hand? Right. Damn. <laughs> this may be a while, folks. Yeah. Please hold. I, I googled what is a step down from an arrow, and it's just like, everything is like, it's an end of an era. What about how long is an era? Oh, how long? Several hundred million years. Oh, right on. <laughs> so like okay. a dynasty works, because it's not several hundred million. Yeah. You're just a, a few hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is beside the point. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think there are a lot of steps in a in a villain era mm -hmm. it's like you have the catalyst that sets everything off yeah then you have the healing and self-reflection mm -hmm. then you have like the self-acceptance and then you like i guess that's like pre-villain era and then you start your villain yeah era that's what like... i was thinking there's a lot of steps it's we are coming to realize before you enter, you actually enter the villain era. Because the villain era would be defined as just giving zero shits, I think, towards other people's reactions and views of you, you know, like truly doing your own thing. 
but to enter that you have to it's almost like a pyramid scheme you know you have to enter you have to pass <laughs> certain gateways and levels of you know understanding that you will not be the hero in everyone's story okay and then you have to accept it as you're faced with people pushing back on what you're doing what you're how you're acting you know certain ways of how you are existing yeah. that don't align with their view of you mm -hmm. and then you have to keep consistent with that and just there's a lot of levels to get there before you can finally be like okay now i am secure in me enter villain era yeah yeah i think the healing step is the biggest part and it was like i think it was the hardest part for me to to deal with consistently it was like i went through phases of oh it's all my fault i need to self-reflect i it was on me Mm -hmm. then it went to kind of like anger of no it's not my fault like it's yeah. their fault you know like uh how they treated me in this situation and then it went through like okay i just need to completely forget about it and move on mm -hmm. and i think that was like the biggest mistake i made in this past one because i was like you know what? i'm just dropping it like and i think i've touched on this before in previous episodes i really don't have a high tolerance <laughs> i guess energy wise for drama like i just yeah i don't enjoy being in it so i just like try to let things go as quickly as possible just for my own sanity mm -hmm. and so i think that's what i tried to do this time i was like you know what like i'm just gonna let it go I'm gonna move on um but in this case it was an interesting case because i for a while i think the only critic and the only person that affected my confidence was me. But this time it was someone else that kind of came uh, at you. Yeah, came at me and shattered my confidence. And so when I was trying to heal from that, I was doing I was going about it in the way that I would just like self-criticize, like mm -hmm. heal from self-criticism. But it's different because it's coming from someone else. And so I when I tried to say like, oh, I'm just going to drop it. It, I did not drop it. <laughs> um, I tried to move on and not really acknowledging that I still needed to heal mm -hmm. from the hurt rather than just moving on. Yeah. So I kind of, that whole healing stage was like cyc cyclical. Is that a word? Cyclical? A circle. Sure. <laughs> a circle. <laughs> sure. Um, until I realized like, nope. I need to give myself time to heal and it's okay that I need to give myself myself time to heal rather Absolutely. than being like, no, I just need to move on. Mm -hmm. So, and now I'm here. So where did that conflict end? Were you able to patch things with this person or reach an agreement or did you truly just like drop it and things are left wherever they were? I, I had said my final piece and I am at like, I'm okay with where i left it yeah i personally think that i left the ball in their court and i'm i'm okay with really not having any contact yeah. if i see like the hard thing is that we do have mutual friends yeah so basically i i'm just not gonna really talk about it in the mutual friend group yeah um not. if you i'm approached yeah like, if I'm approached, I think 
the only way I would talk about it is if this other person was there too because I don't want to speak on the topic if they're not there to really defend mm-hmm. themselves hence why I'm being very vague in this situation um, but yeah I I'm also the type of person who can uh, not to brag it's seriously not to brag um, <laughs> I can <laughs> no seriously yeah just I can um, I'm okay with cutting people out of my life yeah because I, I think I think very logically of like, does the good outweigh the bad? Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, if this person's bringing more negativity into my life than they are positivity, then I don't need them around. And that's part of my not people pleasing. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm. I left the ball in their court. I have healed from this situation. I'm now in my renewed villain era, and. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> good, good summary. So, <laughs> yes. Okay, so you, yeah, you peaked twice into into villain era. Yes, Kristen had. I hope to villain. keep renewing my subscription. Oh, of course. So anyway. you've, you've entered peak villain era twice. Kristen had yes. like the slightest like momentary lapse into villain territory. <laughs> and then right back to people pleaser. Questionable people pleaser. She's an apprentice. I am I am just a Padawan. I feel like someone's gonna listen to this later and hear me talking about how I'm like not a people pleaser. If someone's like a therapist out there, somehow miraculously we have a therapist, psychologist of a sort, and they listen to me, they're gonna I'm just gonna get a call and they're gonna be like, Hi, so um we need you to like schedule a session now. <laughs> you're like a level five code red people pleaser <laughs> yikes uh, we're gonna need to talk about a lot of things yeah we need <laughs> you to come in right now yeah how about twice a week <laughs> <laughs> every day actually um yeah. we'll just set you up a tent <laughs> you like camping i heard it <laughs> i heard it on the podcast you like camping exactly i guess that was more of a, a talking of real life villain era yeah. villains how we're not we have to come to the acceptance that like you're not going to be the hero in everyone's story mm-hmm. and that's okay you know i really want to learn that i really need to i'm so afraid of like not and that's the people pleasing i'm just so afraid of not that i sometimes i won't do anything and that's my way of like tiptoeing into the villain era is like if I don't do anything, then I'm not breaking, like, this hero complex, but I'm also not entering villain era territory, so I just, like, will withdraw completely. But then someone can also <laughs> I feel like that as, like, a villain era. You would be the most harmless villain. In, I like... really would. <laughs> I'd be, like, the villain sidekick that, like, fails at their job horribly and actually, like, aids <laughs> the hero. That would be me. Oh my 100%. god. Would you be Dr. Draken? Okay, Kim Possible reference. Oh my god, yes. I would totally be Draken. I totally Like, if I had tried to be a villain, I would absolutely be Draken. Like, I would try to be a villain over, like, this one small, like, slight, like, the pettiest thing in my life. And if anything's gonna push me into a villain era, it would be over, like, the smallest thing. And then everything I try to do to correct this light and enter a villain era will just be like horribly wrong oh my goodness that would totally be me or like doofenshmirtz you know they're the same <laughs> they're the same energy 
<laughs> oh my god, Dr. Draken and Dr. Doofenshmirtz. They're the same, same energy. energy. They're the same person. That's crazy. That's so funny. I love them both, so it makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. I want... What... What kind of villain would I be? I'd want an... I don't know. You'd be Shigo. I'm trying to go through. Shigo? Thank you. But then... So does that mean I'm the main character? Hmm. Think about it. I think it. we're both side characters. No, no, no. <laughs> Impossible is the main no, character. No, no, no. Fuck, fuck Impossible for like a hot second. <laughs> Between Dragon and Shigo, who is the main character? I don't know. Hmm. Because I feel like it's meant to be Dragon, but like we all loved, like we all were obsessed with Shigo more than Dragon. She Dragon was the comedic was the relief, I'm telling you. She, like, no, Dragon was the comedic relief. She was the sass and the logic. She she That's was the comedic relief because she pointed out the comedic flaws in Dragon. Yeah, but it was like, really Dragon just being a dumbass. Stupid. Like yeah, she was yeah. Just like literally no, and he's like ah oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> and that was oh yeah, the flaw in my plan. Yeah. Ah yes, the glaring flaw in my plan. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, if like, okay, if we were in a a movie, would you want to be a hero or a villain? Like, I'd want to be a villain because, like, they'd be kind of cool. But I think realistically, I'd be the hero. <laughs> T, like, T, I want to be the villain, but I don't think I'd be the villain. <laughs> Am I the villain? I don't think I'm the villain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what would you... You would want to be the villain, I feel like. Hell yeah. You'd want to be the villain so bad. I'd want to be... They have so much more fun. Yeah, exactly. They just... Exactly. I don't I don't want to be weighed down by morals, but like I probably would. <laughs> you know? Yes, you are a good person. Ugh. Ugh. I don't like it. It's very inconvenient for my life, honestly. <laughs> I yeah, I don't even I'm trying to think about if I was a villain, what would my mission be? Mm. What would my superpowers be? I don't know. Is it a superpower? Still, if it's a villain, I think so. Interesting. Villains can have superpowers. Yeah, I guess so. Cause I was thinking like superhero superpower, villains villain, anti power, subtle subtle power. Subtle. I don't know. <laughs> subtle flex. Bro. Average power. Average. <laughs> Normalcy. Mid. 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 Oh uh, my god. Everything oh no. about it is mid. Mama, mid. Yeah, I feel like my superpower would just be like minor inconveniences all day. Ugh. I uh, hate you, God. I would hate you to be my villain. I would <laughs> really weakness, would. stairs. And you know what's worse is that would absolutely get me. Like, if you were my villain and your, su- your super villain power was minor inconveniences, that would wreck my fucking day. Like, every <laughs> time. <laughs> that would be like wreck my day oh you're in a rush every red light oh no exactly oh my god i say that all the time when i'm driving and someone does something like really dickish and i hate them and like i want to cuss them out i i'm always like i hope you have a large minor inconvenience in your day (laughs) and that's all i wish upon them yeah what would your superhero or supervillain power be my villain power I want to say just like bad karma, but that's not really a power. That's fully trusting the universe to like beat bitches back. 
Yeah. You know? So I don't know if that yeah. really counts. I don't know. See, I'm bad at being a villain. I can't even think of a villain power. Okay, superhero power. Ugh, can't even think of that either. See, I'm mid. I've decided. I'm mid. Alrighty. <laughs> I feel like my weakness would be stairs. Stairs? Yeah, like imagine I'm running after someone, right? And oh, then they go upstairs. Like, I'd be like, all right, you're safe. I can't do that. You meant stairs like with the IR, not an RE. Yeah. <laughs> Both. Like, I just just immobilized by eye contact and cardio. <laughs> I'm immobilized by eye contact and cardio. <laughs> Well, honestly, that's just me already. Social anxiety. <laughs> Damn. And I don't like exercise. I think we're just realizing you fully are in a, a villain era. Like, just full send. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. That's why I was looking at you. <laughs> eye contact, eye contact, eye contact. Well, first, I was trying to process, like, how would that be like a kryptonite and then i was like oh my god i'm staring at her and then i you were talking about if someone was going upstairs and i was like oh no she means like the noun of (laughs) (laughs) the thing the thing the thing uh yeah that's my superpower well just like in general but i think that could totally be a different episode i would want to have teleportation as a superpower Ooh. this is do you believe other people but i just want to have teleportation yeah do you believe that, like, you have to calculate, like, a lot of math goes into teleportation because if the world is spinning, then you have to, like, account for that? Or do you believe that you can just pop up anywhere? In a practical sense of teleportation or in this theoretical world where I have superpowers? Theoretical world. No. See, same. I always like to think that. And then everyone's, like, poking holes in my theories. And I'm like, stop. Well, like, okay. This isn't actually, real. I feel like, yeah, if we had reached a point where, like, we could physically actually create teleportation, yeah, there'd be math involved and shit. But, like, in this theoretical world where we can teleport, first of all, <laughs> nah, fuck math. Sorry. T, math I, doesn't exist in the theoretical world. Exactly. <laughs> we just blindly accept truths, like... Yes. Like, oh, that weird This person's flying. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just be like, all right, cool, and move on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Magical realism, I feel like, my guy. Yeah. I feel like now that we've kind of turned towards <laughs> a different villain route, yeah. do you have a favorite villain? Like, from any Ooh. movies or, like, a growing up, Ooh. like, character? I guess she go. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, that's just because we, I don't know if it's just because of relevancy of what we were just talking about or, but that's the first one I could think of is she. Uh-huh. She was just so sassy and I was like, you're absolutely right. Dragon's a dumbass. Like that made complete sense what you said. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved her for that. And she truly could have done anything else, but she to- she chose to aid this just dumbass scientist. <laughs> And Truly. that's what she wanted like, to spend her free time doing. Hilarious. Yeah, I was like, why are you ha- hanging out with this guy? Really? He's literally going nowhere. He's so stupid. Made no I don't sense. know. She was just bored. <laughs> I mean, she must have it all together, you know? When you really, when you're in your peak villain era, you don't need other people's 
You don't need gratification from others. You can truly do whatever the fuck you want. And I think she embodied that perfectly. Yeah. What about you? I think I'm, I'm kind of going through some of the Disney movies because I feel like that's where mm-hmm. they really define villains. Uh, I like Ursula. I think she's oh, funny. Interesting. She was like, listen, bitch. Yeah. She's like, listen, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Give me your voice to show you that men are trash. I mean, yeah, she was she was telling it how it is. She really was. Yeah. And she had a nice song. I was going to say, if poor unfortunate souls are just playing in my head right now. Uh huh. What other? Oh, Hades. Hades is my favorite villain. I loved Hades. My car is named after him. Fun fact. Yes. My car's name is Hades. Dude, he was hilarious. He was funny. Yeah. He actually was like a good villain. Good in which sense? Like, what do you define what you mean by good villain? Like, I think he actually like his character was um, his character was funny. He had like his little sidekicks. He had a bigger role, I think, mm-hmm. throughout the movie. Um, and he I feel like he got a lot done yeah i was gonna say i feel like he had a clear goal of what he wanted to do it wasn't over petty spite like he kind of got the short end of the straw for his entire life by uh being guardian of the underworld and he makes that very clear at the in the first two minutes of the movie in a little snarky sassy way loved it and he kept consistent with his goal the whole way there was no real side detours to his plan he was very clear and consistent with it. I, I do like Hades. I think he was a great, great villain. Summary. Villain era. There's a pre-villain era. Mm-hmm. Then there's a villain era. Then there are villains. Is there a post-villain era, you think? Uh, post-villain era. I don't know. That's a good question. Because the villain era is just kind of when you're living for yourself. Mm-hmm. Unless it's post-villain era retroactive and you've gone back to people pleasing Mm. oh Mm. maybe it's like a circle yeah maybe a circle the second reference to a circle (laughs) oh we went different ways on that rip it's okay (laughs) thank you so much for joining us on the midnight memo and discussing villain eras our favorite villains yeah everything villains everything villain this episode if you have any thoughts on villain or tell us what your favorite who your favorite villain is i'm curious yeah, or your villain or what's your villain origin story what's your villain origin story yes i like that or have you not entered your villain origin or your villain era yet let us know email us at the midnight memo at gmail.com or message us via tiktok and instagram at the midnight memo we would love to hear from you guys don't forget to also rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us so you can be notified when our next episode drops next Tuesday. If you like what we're doing here and would love to support the podcast further, we'd really appreciate it. Hit the link in the description and show your support there. Bye. Adios. Oh, bilingual she is. I so am. Two, bilingual, two words. Bilingual by two words. Right. By dos words. <laughs> No, there's okay, stress. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Okay, bye. I need to stop. <laughs>